Hi guys, we're going to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. It's again a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow. Uh, we try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can as we continue to serve our Lord. You guys can find the podcast on YouTube. Uh, subscribe there, and you can also find the podcast anywhere that you get your podcast. And we're just so thankful that you guys are here with us today, and you guys have found the podcast. So this is going to be one of them ones. <laughs> this is going to be one of them ones, and. I've been looking forward to this, and I know he's been looking forward to doing this for I don't I can't tell you how long. Mm-hmm. I'm just so excited. I mean, we I, I'm just excited. That's all I can yeah. say. I'm I'm excited yeah. to do this, and uh, so Sam, I'm gonna have you introduce yourself, and then we'll uh-huh. we'll get started because there's, there's so much. There. There's so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, this has been one. Um, I can't remember when we first started talking about it. You know, it's I remember been, we started talking about it Sunday. It's been a long time. Yeah. Sunday on the way back when I was coming back from Sowell Road, um, I'd worshiped with them. Uh, we started talking about it and we just, we got excited. And then we've been talking about it throughout the week and we we're just excited. We filmed a little bit, what, Monday or Tuesday mm-hmm. and just, yeah. just excited. And, and so, because it's one, it's one, like we said, I know it will encourage and help me. Absolutely. And, you know, so hopefully it'll do the same, you know, for others. And so, um, but yeah, so I'm Sam Lawrence. Um, Captain America. <clears throat> and <laughs> so then we got the incredible Hulk here in front of me, you know, you don't want to make it better. That's it. And, uh, and so, um, I'm a student at the Southeast Institute of Biblical Studies. We, uh, we actually just wrapped up our, um, spring quarter, I guess you'd call it. And so we're on summer break now. And so I'm back home in Mississippi and, um, just unbelievable getting to study God's word every day and just, uh, you know, just a great work, you know, goes without saying thankful for Jordan and the work that he does you know I know he's been an encouragement to me on the podcast and off the podcast so thankful to be here thankful to be on here and just uh just thankful to be here man thank yeah. you here yeah and Sam's been a, a huge huge encouragement to me and uh right. this is great I'm so thankful for this podcast because we wouldn't have found each other if it wasn't for the no, podcast not at all so, like I it's, mean, uh, I'm just, it's crazy hey, God's good man God's yes sir good. he's you know good. and that's we're about to talk about that yes, right sir. now we're <laughs> yes. about to talk about that right now Okay, so here's how we're going to set this up as we're talking. All right, here's how we're going to set it up. So the topic of what we're talking about today is God will help, but it's going to hurt. All right, God will help, but it's going to hurt. You know, you remember, you know, when we were kids and we would go to the doctor's office and we needed the flu shot or we needed some sort, some sort of shot, the doctor, you know, this is going to hurt a little bit. It, it's going to hurt. Right. So then maybe we don't believe them. You know, we're laughing, we're smiling. And then that that prick hurts. And then, ah, you know, you start crying. But then after that needles out, you know, the band-aids put on it, the comfort starts, you know, you might get a lollipop or something. But I mean, it still hurts. You know, you go home, you sit in the car, it's still numb. It It still hurts for a couple hours. God works the same way. In order to get that medicine, you got to have that little you got to have that little pain. You got to have the pain. And so here's where we're going with it. So many times as as we go through things in life, understand this. The Lord is always willing and he's always ready to help us through mm-hmm. any situation you could personally go through. Anything. Anything. So we understand that from Second Corinthians chapter one, right? That, you know, we serve a God of all comfort. Mm-hmm. But here's the misconception that even as Sam and I study, we're like, man, this is a different way of thinking here through the scripture. Sometimes when those things happen, we expect God to fix it really quick because we ask him for it or, you know, we wish for it. But the process of God actually helping us to get better, that process hurts really bad, guys. 
the process hurts. But as we go through the process of what we're going to talk about today, it's actually the best way possible for God to provide the best help possible. So, Sam, as we talk about this topic, God will help, but it's going to hurt. What are your initial thoughts, even as we began to study this? Well, um, you know, it's like you said, I mean, you know, it's it's going to hurt, but God's going to help. And I'm trying to think how I can say this without going into all of our points uh, <laughs> too quickly. Um, you know, the first thing that, that I really kind of think about is, you know, and this is going to be one of the points, but, you know, how God wastes, that God doesn't waste anything. You know, that's mm-hmm. something that we talked about. And that's really encouraging, yes. you know, that even though it even though it does hurt. You know, it, we want it to be all over with right then and there. Yes. You know, we just want to get better as soon as possible. But it's part of the process, mm-hmm. you know, and it's if used correctly, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. You know, it's like like we talked about Job, you know, again, I don't want to go too far. But, you know, Job 2310, you know, he knows the That's way it. that I take, you know, he try, even though, you know, he has tried me and I shall come forth as gold. You know, the suffering can be used for our benefit. Mm. You know, but it's still going to hurt. You know, you're yeah. still going to get that shot. You're still going to get that shot in the arm. Mm. And my, yeah. I mean, I hurt sometime after, too. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't go. That didn't go away. It may be. It may hurt for a while. Yeah. You know, it may hurt for a little while. You know, um, Paul talks about his thorn in the flesh. You know, he played he pled with God three times to have it taken away with. But God said, my grace is sufficient. Mm. You know, the thorn in the flesh could have actually worked for Paul's good. You know, it hurt, but it kept him from being exalted above measure. Yeah. You know, there's there's a part you've heard it said before, you know, there's a purpose for the pain, you know, and when we have to remember our ultimate goal, the Christians ultimate goal is to go to heaven. And God, as the perfect father, he is, is going to do everything he can to to point us in that direction. Yeah. You know, it may not give us it may, it may not keep us comfortable here. Mm. But at the end of the day, I want whatever's going to whatever's going to make me the best Christian, whatever's going to make me the best servant and soldier for Christ. Whatever's going to help me take more people to heaven, whatever's going to take me to heaven. That's what Amen. I want. Amen. You know, it's like it's like a father with his children. You know, it's say a kid's playing the road. You know, the kid loves playing in the road. He's having a great time. Uh, a father disciplines his kid for playing in the road. The kid's crying. The kid's upset. It's not what he wants. But the father doesn't want his kid to get hit by a car. You know, doesn't want his kid to, you know, he's looking out for the kid's best interest. The kid does not like it. It upsets him. It makes him mm-hmm. angry. But the father wants what's best for the kid, even though the kid may not like it. It's best for him. Yeah. And it's so here's why this is important, because, you know, through doing stuff like stack your days and and talking and getting texts from you guys and messages from you guys and personal phone calls from you guys. Here's my conclusion off of all those messages that we're getting from everybody. Everybody's hurting. <laughs> and I talk with Sam about everybody's hurting in some way. Everybody's hurting. So now what do we do? What do we do? So what if you're hurting right now? What if you're what if you're coming into a storm or or what if you're in the storm now? What what are we supposed to do? So here's where we're going with this. We're going to give through scripture a process of how to get our minds right to get ready to start walking again. But in order to start walking again and going where you need to go, don't jump up too quick. Don't you know, we have to make sure the mind is right. And the heart is right and our relationship with God is right so that we can start walking. So we'll see all the stuff we got to start doing before we can even get up. Right. So this is the process. So what do we do when we're hurting? So, number one, if you're taking notes, follow along with us as we study. Number one, 
even though you're hurting, what's the first step? Run to God. Run to I don't care what has happened. It could be it could be spiritually, it could be a personal thing, it could be, you know, school, whatever you want to put in that blank. Whenever whatever happens, your first instinct and our first instinct is I gotta tell God. I, I gotta tell him. And so, you know, Sam, I know we talked about this just before recording. You know, as you talk about this or as you think about this, even though you're hurting, run to God. Where do your thoughts go as we talked in scripture about where can we run to? And when, you know, that's that's like you said, has to be our first. You know, know, God, it's like we talked about before. You know, God knows our past, present and future. We go to the one who, who already has a solution for the problems we're struggling with. You know, he's sitting there, you know, he's he's. I can't say exactly what he's doing, but, you know, he's probably like, okay, look, just come to me. You know, I know how to fix this. I know how to solve this. Come here, come to me. That's it. You know, and it's so easy to want to run everywhere else, you know, want to run here, want to run there, you know, but first Peter five, seven has been such a comfort and help for me, you know, because it says casting all your anxieties on him. Why? Because he cares for you. Mm. You know, you go, we go to the one who loves us, who cares for us more than anyone or anything. You know, we go to the one who sent his son to die on the cross for our sins. And Romans tells us that uh, Romans 8, chapter 8 tells us not only did he send his son to die on the cross for our sins, but he who sent him to die for us, will he not also give us all things? You know, he's going to take care of us. He's going to help us. We have to remember that he cares for us, that he loves us. We have to remember all that he's done for us. We have to remember how powerful he is. But um, like you said, man, you you said you said it perfectly. We've got to run to God. You know, we've got to run to God. And we talked about this before as we talk, and we're going to hit a couple of scriptures here, but as we talked about it, me and you, even as we studied, we know this. So when things happen, run to God, right? We hear that in sermons. We're, t- we're telling, you know, ourselves and people to do that now, but you don't really know where you run to until something happens. Then whenever happens, happens, then you're like, man, who am I running to? And you mentioned this on the phone, Sam, maybe I'm running to other people. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm running to, you know other things what am i supposed to do well instead we got to run to god you know you think about and you mentioned job right after job lost everything what's the first thing that he did he worshiped he what he worshiped man and and here's and i know we're going to hit that i know you have some stuff on that too but i want to go to matthew chapter 26 okay because this is such a powerful example because even our lord he taught us where should i go I mean, and Jesus was getting ready to experience the worst human pain possible. So even though he's hurting mentally and he's getting ready to hurt physically, where does he run to? And so can I say, which is one yeah, of the things. No, go, 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 go. Okay. So, so this is just kind of like a little side note, but one of my favorite things to study is prayer because what is one of the most, and I say this, it may be too general of a statement, but it feels like one of the most overlooked things in the Christian life is is prayer. It is. Prayer is is powerful. Prayer is so powerful. You know, the Christian consists of study of God's word, application of that in their life and prayer. You know, prayer is where we go to God and we realize our dependency on God. You know, look at Jesus, like you're pointing out. If our Lord prayed and it it talks about quite frequently how he prayed, Mm. we should pray and we should lean on prayer. Absolutely. Man, we should lean on prayer. You know, I mean, anything we talk to one another about, we should talk to God about. Yes, you know, sir. God should be our number one option at all times. But I'm sorry, I just that's you, you brought no, that. That's perfect. You, and that you brought, me. Yeah, yeah. 
that leaves me right that leaves me right here that's so good because even though we're hurting run to god so again in matthew chapter 26 you know if, if you start um you know in verse 36 right then cometh jesus to a place called gethsemane and saith unto the disciples sit ye here while i go and pray yonder so that's his first that's his first prayer look i i need to go i need to go pray right but then you, you jump down um you know you can even jump down to verse number number 42 he went away again the second time and he said oh my father if this cup may pass away from me except i drink it thy will be done then verse 44 and he left them and went away again the third time saying the same words mm -hmm. the same so there's so much right there there's so much right there, there is there's there so is. much right there so when you're hurting and when you're going through something, if I call Sam and I tell him what's going on, eventually, because of our human nature, Sam's going to get tired. He's going to get tired of hearing it. But with God, look at what Jesus taught us. He went away, and the same words that he said in those first and second prayers, I'm saying it again. I'm saying so, it again. I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to just say a quick thing. I'm going to let you keep going. No, this you're is on a roll. No, you keep I'm going. Not, you're on a roll, man. I'm going to let you keep going. You're doing great. Um <laughs> So this also is going to work really well with our point here in a little bit about acceptance Ooh. because he, he, he was asking for it. He was asking for it, but mm. what did Jesus finally accepted it? And that's what we've got to do, but that, that's all I'm going to say. Go that's forward. Good. Keep going. Give, give, I'm give going a teaser. Give a teaser. I'm going to make a note of that. Give a teaser. But I mean, think about it, Sam. He went away three times to pray. Mm -hmm. So can you imagine how detailed those prayers were? Mm. And well, Lord, Lord, and we've got we've got an we, we've got an example of one of his prayers in John seventeen. In John we seventeen, see how wonderful that we see how wonderful that prayer was. Yes. So, so who who can? Oh, just uh, <laughs> man, our Lord's prayers. Just to imagine how wonderful those are, man. Anyway, just, it's beautiful. I mean, but yeah. I, and I want you to go here for a second. But as we're talking about this, bro, like as we're running towards the Lord, talk about this concept of it's not necessarily annoying him. And you mentioned this, like he wants to hear this. But yes. we have a job in running to him. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, so, absolutely. So kind of talk about that that concept as we as we keep walking through here. Well, I mean, uh, it's like you said, we have a job of running to the Lord. And and you know, it's it's understanding because I don't know, for me, sometimes, you know, like you said, it can feel like we're annoying him. It can feel like, you know, in the midst of suffering, does he really care for us like he says he does? Mm. First Peter five, seven, casting all your cares on him. Why? Because he Cares for you. No one or nothing will ever love us the way that God does or, and God has in sending his son on the cross to die for our sins. God has shown us his love in that first John 4, 8, God is love. First John 4, 9, God has manifested his love in sending Christ to die for us. Mm. We have to understand that God loves us. He cares for us more than anyone ever will and more than anyone ever has. And then we have to understand how powerful God is. You know, we have to understand like, you know, one thing shown over and over and over again in, in Deuteronomy, I think it's like, uh, I can't remember, it's like 612, 623, or maybe 4.11, or, but it, it, it says again, they forgot, they forgot. Let me, let me turn there real quick. But it's so easy to forget not only all that the Lord's Ooh. done for us, not only all that the Lord's done for us, but all that he's able to do. Mm. You know? And so that's, we have to remember in the midst of suffering, you know, I think it's important to remember all that God's already done for us, all that God's already brought us through and, and be confident in that. Say, you know, he's already brought me through so much. He's already done so much for me. Why would he not continue to help me? 
But, why would he um, not? Why would he not? Yeah. Why would he not? Why would he but, not? But uh, I don't know if I answered your question no, or if you I did. just kind of danced around it. No, that's good. Um, and, and when you think about it, Sam, it's like Jesus taught us there in Matthew chapter 26, you have to go somewhere. So, I mean, think about if he just would have let all this just sink in within him and just bottled it all in. Well, I got it. You know, I'll take well, care of it. I'll handle it. Like, he let it go. Like, he let God uh, – look, man. He even told him – he showed his vulnerability. Yeah. Yes. He, said, he, he showed yes. us, and that's what prayer is. And and that's – what better place to see that, you know, talking about vulnerability because, you know, nowadays, you know, we don't show our emotions. You know, we're, we're, we're rough, tough, mm-hmm. and – I'll tell you, you know, hey, man, I've, you know, <laughs> I'm not invincible. You know, yeah. I, hey, man, and what better place to look than the Psalms? David, David poured out his prayers and emotions there. He yeah. shows us. And and David, who was David said to be? He was a man after God's man own after heart. God's own heart. You know, David's killed. I mean, Saul's killed his thousands, but David's killed his ten thousands. David was a man. And David shows us how to be a man. But more than David, of course, Christ shows us how to be a man. Like you said, Christ shows us emotions. Christ wept when Lazarus died. Christ wept. Y'all talked about that on your podcast the other day. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He didn't die because, like, like that fellow said, he didn't. He wasn't weeping because Lazarus was dead. You know, he was weeping because of the others. You know, mm-hmm. but um, That's I was so gonna, good. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm just dancing all over the place. I'm sorry. Um, but one more thing, you know, you, you were talking about running to God and where we run to. Um, another passage I think needs to be brought up is First Peter five eight. You know, where it says the devil is a roaring lion seeking whom he devours. You know, there's also while we're sitting in the midst of suffering in difficult times, you know, we need to run to God. But there's also something's coming. Something's coming. You know, Mm -hmm. if we're not careful, that could be where he he gets us. You know, be sober, be of sober spirit. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. You know, he's he's seeking that person. Mm. And so. You know, we have to be quick to run to God, you know, because there is our adversary, our adversary. He's looking for any opportunity he can to trip us up and get us. Yes, because while God wants what's absolutely best for us, we do have that adversary that wants what's absolutely worse for us. Yes, and sir. He's, he wants he wants what's worst, what's worst for us. Yes, sir. And so and, we have to mm-hmm. we have to be careful. And here, here's one last thing I wanted to bring up on this point, too. I was I was having a conversation with a lady and she she mentioned um her daughter was talking about, you know, how do I know that uh, that a guy could be a good guy for me? And as she's growing up, they're they're studying on on dating and all those things. And her mother, she said, one thing you need to see: watch how he prays. Not not just you know in public or, but what to, is he vulnerable in his prayers? I wish I would have heard more of, of people's prayer life. So think about Jesus, because here's the thing about humility mm-hmm. as. It's it's incredible. <laughs> so think, mm-hmm. I had a, I had another conversation with a friend of mine. He's he's married and he's got kids. And he said, one thing I'll teach you now. He said, mm-hmm. as as you grow older, he said one thing that, and he, he's a family. He has all girls, all girls. He said one thing I want my girls to see is the man in the household on his knees in a vulnerable mm-hmm. state praying mm-hmm. to God, because the girls look to him. The mm-hmm. wife looks to him, but the girls need to see that that man looks to somebody. And I'm going to just say That's, this real oh, quick, and I'm going to let you keep going because no, you're rolling. Oh. I'm going to let you keep going. I'm just going to interject this thing, and you're going to keep going. Um, 
talking about the importance of prayer and being vulnerable in prayer, 100%, absolutely. We have to pour out our heart to God in prayer. But talking about how important prayer was, think about getting to look, think about getting to walk with Jesus for three years. Think about getting to be around him for three years. Unbelievable. The disciples could have asked him anything, but what did they ask him? Mm. Or teach us to pray. Teach us to pray. Teach us. Teach oh. us to pray. Oh. Is it important? Absolutely. It's important. Yes. Absolutely. You know, if 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 you don't get anything else from me, mm. take this. The best thing to do in the midst of suffering, in my opinion, is talk to God in prayer and let him talk to you through his word. Nothing mm-hmm. miraculous. We study and we, we read his word. That is the best place to turn to. Turn to God. Run to him in any and every situation. Any and every situation. So I'm sorry. I, I'm no, sorry that's that's perfect. That's sorry. how we're going to end that point. That's how we're going. That's, that's just how to pray. Oh, and I just I just ordered a, a book on prayer, and I'm oh. so excited. Although <laughs> although I'm in Mississippi, and I'm I'm I'll be here for at least two weeks. I sent it to Tennessee, and so oh. it's it's, it's going to be in Tennessee. But man, uh, but anywho, man, yeah, but it's but powerful. Man, what you just said. Yeah, oh man, that's they could have said anything. If, that's teach us yes, how to teach pray. us to pray. Mm. And, and it's and like it, and going back going back to your comment about you know about a woman seeing her husband pray. Why do you do you think they ask you know Lord teach us to pray? Do you think they saw Jesus pray? They had to. They had many to times, have seen probably it. many times. This is the only instance pray. in Matthew twenty six. There's no way. Oh no! no and way. think about how many instances we have in Scripture of him praying. You know it, he he went up. Before daylight, you know, he got up before anyone else was able to get to him, mm-hmm. you know, because starting your day with prayer and the study of God's word is so important because it gets you focused mm-hmm. on where your focus needs to be that day. Yep. It it put, it pull, pulls all of your attention to God. It says, OK, I'm going to look to your word and I'm going to see what I, you know, I'm going to learn from you. You know, I'm going to see what you have to say to me. You know, again, nothing miraculous, just studying his word. You know, reading his word and applying it to our lives and then praying about it. Lord, help That's me it. do this. Lord, help me to do that. Lord, you know everything. Help me. You know, it's so important. And it's, yeah. So, God, as you see the process of God will help, but it's going to hurt. Guys, when that initial hurt happens, whatever happening, whatever is happening in your life, can you see now why you have to run to him? Amen. Now, obviously, it's great because when Sam was going through stuff, he could call me. You know, mm-hmm. when I was going through something, I could call Sam, but, mm-hmm. and I, I know Sam would say this about me, but Sam was not my first option. My first mm-hmm. option was the Lord first. Mm-hmm. It was him first. It has to be that. Way. It has to, it, it cannot be us, then him. It's got to be him first. It has to, guys. We. This is why everybody needs to run to the Lord. So this is the natural process of it. So even though you're hurting, run to God. Run well, it's kind of like guys. this. It's kind of like this, you know, um, you know, we may preach, I don't know how many sermons we'll get to preach, Lord, Lord willing, hopefully we'll get to preach many, and hopefully we'll get to do a lot of good for the Lord and his kingdom. But at the end of the day, I cannot save anyone. At the end of the day, you know, Sam Lawrence cannot save anyone. Jordan Pugh cannot save anyone. But Jesus Christ can save. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, who who is able to help us? Who, He's got the who power. Is able to, that's it. Who's able to really help us? God mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. You know, me and you, we're kind of, I guess you could say, uh, you know, secondary causes, you know, but by saying that, I mean, like, you know, we are creations of the creator. Mm-hmm. 
the one who's actually able to help us, the one who all good things come from, James 117, yes, is sir. God the Father. You know, it all goes back to him. Mm. And do, so now you just mentioned that, talking about the power. Do you see why it's so important to run to him? Because where's that, Where's your strength going to come back from? Ooh, Philippians 4.13, I can where's do all strength? things through. That's it. Where's your strength going to exactly. come back? So now when, when these things happen in our lives, you're totally 100%. depleted. You're depleted. So where's your energy going to come back from? Where's your strength going to come back from? Mm. Mm. It's, ooh. Okay, it's too much. <laughs> it's too and, and, and the psalmist tells us that the word is what revives us. That's you know, it, the, bro. The word. That's it. The word revives. Oh. That's it, oh. man. So, I mean, so now the process, God will help, but it's going to hurt. So a part mm. of the process is when it hurts, run to him. Right? Even though it hurts, run to the Lord. Then, as we're naturally building, we're just shaking our head. It's just so good. No, I'm it's just, so I'm just good. looking at the psalm and just how many times it says, "Oh man, I, I will never forget your precepts, for by them you have given me life." That's it. Psalm, you know, and then again, I'm severe. This is Psalm 119, verse 93 was the first one. Then verse, then verse 107, I'm severely afflicted. Oh, I'm severely afflicted. Oh, give me life, O oh Lord, according to your word. That's it. According and then we to. Go to Verse 149, hear my voice according to your steadfast love, O Lord, according to your justice, give me life. Verse one, I could just keep going. You can keep I'll going. But back. look at look but, at what David's doing. He's saying, Lord, you're the one that breathes life into me. You are the one that's going to provide the strength to help me get back up. Mm-hmm. It's 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 beautiful, man. It really it's a beautiful and I could just process. Keep going, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop after this one, I promise. But you know, just <laughs> like just like oh, just this is so good. so so David and Goliath, you know, David. David was discouraged by his brother, by Saul. He drew on God's past faithfulness. Mm-hmm. The God who rescued me from the paw of the lion, the paw of the bear, will deliver this Philistine into my hand. Yep. And then when he's fighting Goliath, he says, you know, the battle belongs to the Lord. Mm-hmm. David was a great man and a man's after God's own heart. David was great because he knew where his strength came from. Yes. David was great because Ooh. he always turned to the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to understand that. You know, John 15, 5, you know, unless we stay attached to Jesus, unless we stay attached to him, we can do nothing. That's it. That's it. And it's the beauty of the word, man. It's the beauty. It's the beauty of the word, bro. When you you really, when you find yourself in a state where you're totally depleted, Mm. you don't really understand the power the word brings when you're, until you're that low. And, And when you're that low and you just let God and good Christian brethren like Sam, when we talk and we talk about the scriptures, that's the stuff that builds you back up. That's blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who that's understand it. how much they need God, who understand how unable they are actually to do on their own. That's it. You know, I, I heard a preacher say this one time and it stuck with me. He said, self-sufficiency is insufficiency. Mm. The person who's self-sufficient, who think, and we live in a world today, you know, you're independent. You know, go go do it by yourself. You're able to That's do it, it by yourself. You know, you don't need anybody else. Oh, no, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Oh, no, yes, you do. Yes, you do. The only thing that that kind of mindset is going to get you is trouble. That's A whole it. lot of trouble. Yep. And it may not come immediately, but it's coming. Nope. It's yes, coming. Sir. Trust me, it's yes, coming. Sir. Yes, all sir. Right. So then number two, as we talk about this more. Now, this is all this is all mindset. Y'all, so here's the process. We're hurting already. So everybody, yes. everybody's hurting. We haven't, we're not getting up. We're not walking. We're not moving. We're not making decisions. We're not doing anything right now. This is all mental. This is all the spiritual relationship with God trying to get back right. So in order to get back right, even though you're hurting, you got to run to him. 
Mm-hmm. Then number two, even though you're hurting, this is this is and this is what you mentioned before in the introduction. Even though you're hurting, God never wastes anything. So now you run to God, right? You talk to him, you pour out your heart to him, you go to him one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, two months, three months, four months. You talk over and over about the same thing. But then you start to sit and you reflect. And as you reflect, was this a waste of time? Is this not is did I do the wrong thing? And so now you start second guessing yourself. So now you can catch yourself in the state where you doubt yourself, you doubt God, you doubt a bunch of things now. But understand that the things that you're going through, it's never a waste to God. Nothing is a waste to him. And especially, and you mentioned this in the promo, Chris, or uh, uh, Sam, you mentioned this in the promo, mm-hmm. how you talked about God never wastes anything for the faithful Christian who's trying to live according to his will. Nothing is wasted. So I want you to talk more about that, because I see you t- taking some notes here. Yeah. This is good. Well, and that's like, that's something that I was coming, when I was coming home from Savile Road, when we were talking, that's something you mentioned, you know, how God never wastes anything. And we were just like, oh yeah, that's, because that's so comforting. It's so comforting. In the, midst, in the midst of your suffering, that's Romans eight twenty eight. you know, God's able to work all things together for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. For the faithful Christian, God is able to take suffering and use it for his ultimate good and ultimately for God's glory. And so that's so comforting because in the midst of difficulties, we turn to God, we look to him, prayer and through his word. And then we realize that God is able to take that suffering, to take all of that, all of that, all of that difficulty and all that pain. And he's able to work it together for our good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we talked about a second ago, you know, Job, you know, Job 2310. Yeah. Let's see. Let me get there. Let me get there real quick. Um, okay. So 2310. He says, and, you know, we all know Job, you know, struggling, very difficult times, lost everything he had. Um, and, uh, you know, we like we and you talked about a little bit before we got started. You know, what was Job's immediate reaction? He fell down and he worshiped. fell down and worshiped. He ran, he fell down. And he worshiped. He ran. To you God. Know, and that's another an interesting thing. He ran to God and he fell down and worshiped. Do you think when he fell down and worshiped that he he immediately just felt better? Do you think he immediately oh. was just like, Nope. He, he worshiped in the midst of suffering That's it. He, because, and, and how do we get that mindset? That's what we're going after right That's now. It. How do we get the mindset where we can do that? That's what yeah. we're working on right now. And so 2310, but he knows the way that I take. So God knows the way that he takes. When he has tried me, I shall come out as gold. That's the mentality we have. To have. We have to, we have to know that in the midst of this suffering, in the midst of this difficulty, whatever it may be, however big, however small, we take it to God. We take it to him in prayer. We look to him in his word and we understand that nothing is going to be wasted from it. If we That's look it. to God and live for him through it, he will work it together for our good. That is a guarantee. Mm. And, and you can even go to Job 13, right? Job mm-hmm. 13, 15, though he slay me, mm-hmm. I don't understand. So think about it. Mm-hmm. Think, And I love, I love the mindset and the picture that, that you're painting here is mm-hmm. after all that happened, and Job fell down and worshiped. When he got up out of that prayer, was everything fixed? Mm-hmm. No. So, I mean, Job went through this for months. So now for you, when you run to God and you pour out your heart to him for months, for years, sometimes, guys, nothing's going to change. And, and and sometimes it might get worse. It might get worse. And so I'm sorry. I'm, I'm no, gonna, this is good. I'm sorry. Yeah. For, I'm so sorry. You were saying no, that no, you're good. Of how you were talking about. um you know, running to our friends and whatnot. 
what is look at Job's example of his friends. That's it. You know, and, then, and that's not saying, you know, we can look to good godly friends and they will absolutely help us. Jordan, I can't tell you how much Jordan's helped me. Jordan, you you have helped me a ton. And honestly, you have been an encouragement to me through a whole lot. And I'm thankful for that. But but we see on the opposite side of that, like what you, you were saying, sometimes our friend can do us more harm than good. Mm-hmm. You know, if we don't immediately turn to God, you know, Job trusted in God. Job that's was it. focused on God. His friends were like, you know, it's this or it's that, it's this or it's that. And, you know, we talked about one of the podcasts, me and you did, you know, who's this at Darkens Council? That's it. You know, and um, sorry, I, I'll just, I'll just go ahead. No, go ahead. Hey, this is great. This is great. No, I ahead. love the back and forth here. I love the back and forth. And, and, and the mindset he had, though he slay me, yet I will trust in him and I will maintain my own way before him. I mean, it's just, it's so good. I can see you, bro. It's just, it's too. Dude, it just, it just, okay. So, so I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, bro. No, it's good, man. We're good. It just made me think of like that mentality right here is this exact mentality we see right here. And let me get to it. Um, here we go. Okay. So Habakkuk, you know, yeah, ooh. So Habakkuk, you know, God, you know, using uh, the Babylonians, correct? To punish them, I think. And, you know, how can you use a nation more wicked, you know, to punish us? That doesn't that make any true. sense. And so we're starting in verse 17, you know, and this is the mind, mindset of though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. You know, though this is going to happen, this is the mindset. Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the product of the olive, olive field. And this is chapter three, verse 17 of the packet. And there be no food in the fields and the flock be cut off from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation, even though none of this is working out. God, the Lord is my strength. That's what we were just talking about. Mm. God, the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's. He makes me tread on my high places. So we put our trust not in secondary causes, but in the creator, knowing he is our strength, knowing even though nothing's going right, I'm still going to trust in him. That's still going to keep going. Because he's going, he is faithful and he's going to take care of me. That's it, bro. And and if you notice this mindset, you're still not doing anything yet. This is, this is still you working through everything with God and look how much hard work this is, Sam. This is hard work to do this for months, for years. This is hard, but this is why we said before in the introduction, God will help us, but it's going to hurt. If you decide to take your suffering and to take your hurt and to go through this process, we we always got to give a disclaimer when me when me and you are on. Here's a disclaimer: it's gonna hurt. Okay, mm-hmm. it's just you can't run away. From, well, you can, you can run away from it, but if you walk through it, I'm just gonna let you know it hurts. It, and it's you just tough. Said, you just you just said the key word right there. It's gonna hurt, but once we get our mindset, you know, we've got to before we get up and walk, we've got to understand. We've got to take it to God. That's it. We've got to understand that God never wastes anything. We've got to set our hope on that, that God never wastes anything. We've got to set our hope ultimately for the faithful Christian on heaven. You know, we've won the victory. The faithful Christians won the victory. That's it. You know, we've, we have a hope in heaven. We have the forgiveness of our sins. We have a relationship with God, the father, the creator of all things. We've won the victory right there. And that's so it. with that mindset, with that hope, we get up and walk. Like you said, but that's, that's later that's on. That's later. later. That's later. We, yeah. we, we, we've got to get our minds together. And as soon as possible, we've got to start back walking because first Peter five, eight, you know, we talked about the enemies are roaring lines seeking whom we may devour. You know, we've, we've got to take it to God. 
we've got to trust in him. That's, we've got and, to know everything's going to be okay. And, and when you look at this, and we've even had conversations about this, look how much hard works, how, how much hard work it takes just to get up and walk. Yep. Look how yes, much sir. hard work. This is all, this is all mental and talking to the Lord, like to walk and to be strong again and to be effective again. It takes hard work, you know, and I mentioned this before to um, a couple of buddies of mine on a previous podcast, you know, I, I'm reading a book with Michael Jordan's trainer and he told Michael, whenever you fall and whenever you fail, one thing he that made him great was he never got back up really quick. He never did that because he got beat for years, but then he won six straight. So one thing his trainer told him was stay down there for a while. And this is the process of stand. So sometimes we can be like Luke 15, like the prodigal son, and we can just sit in the mud and, man, I hate being here. I hate these pigs. That's where we yeah. get sometimes. And say, and say, that's the mindset we've got to avoid. We cannot sit and wallow. You that's know, it. If we sit and wallow, it's going to get worse. You know, we're not going to gain any ground. We're going to get worse. And that's where, you know, here in a little bit, like you said, walk. That's you know, it. It's not, we may not cover a whole lot of ground. You know, we're not going to get there. You know, if I, if I, <laughs> if I strike out and walk to, to Missouri, if I said, you know, where you are, if I sit here, if I strike out and walk, it's going to take me a long it's gonna take you a little time yeah. to get there. It's going to take me a long time to get there, but I'm making progress every That's day. It. I'm making progress. If I just sit here and say, all right, I'm going to come hang out with you. And then you come, you call me tomorrow and say, where are you at? No, I'm still here. <laughs> I haven't made any progress. I haven't made any progress. If I walk to you, it's going to take a while. It's going to yeah. get there. I'm going to get there. Yes. And that's why, like, like what you mentioned a second ago, that's the progress. We're going to have to walk. It's going to take time. It's going to take time, but we're getting better. We're getting that's closer it. every single every day. day, every single day. And that's, that's exactly like your, your Instagram live that you do, right? Yeah. Stacks. Yeah. Just, you just stacks. build, you build. Yeah. And the thing about yeah. it is like, we can find ourselves like in Luke 15 and just wallow, or we can find ourselves trying to like get up real quick and forget the suffering ever happened. Well, uh, that's not going through the process, but then we can be like the son. You know what? Let me come back to my senses. Let me, let me get up and let me go back to my father. You know? So, I mean, a part of hurting, understand the Lord's not wasting anything that's happened yes, to you. He's not wasting it. Yes, you know, sir. think about Joseph, everything Joseph went through, God used every single millisecond. Now, to him personally, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Mm -hmm. But the Lord used every single millisecond for Joseph to be able to say, "You meant it for evil, mm. but God meant it unto." I told, I told people, <laughs> I told people, I told people on the live one day, mm. one day, Sam, I'm going to say that. Maybe yes. not too specific. Uh, I'm not saying it to a specific person or or entity or whatever, but just mentally for me. You know, I'll just be able to look back and sit and just be like, God meant that for good. Well, I can't and, wait for and, that. I can't and, wait for and, that. And, and, you know, here on earth, hopefully, Lord willing, that day comes, you know, but we know for sure it's going to come in heaven one day for the faith That's of it. Christian. That's you it. know, it was all worth it. That set, you know, Psalm 90 verse 10, though our lives may be 70 or even by reason of strength, 80, yet their toil is, but, you know, so the thing is, we may live 70, 80 years, who knows how long we live. In the in the span of eternity, what is seventy or eighty years of hardship? You know, this light affliction. Moment, this light affliction. Oh, that's that. This perfect. light affliction. That is which is but perfect. for a moment. 
You want to go there? We can you go wanna, there. We can go, go there. Hey, if you want to go there, we could go there. I mean, is that would that work? Okay. Yeah. So, all right, I'm here. So, verse 16, uh, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 16 through 18, like like George just said. That's it. So, we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction, this is Paul speaking here, and we all know, mm-hmm. you know, Paul, you know, we go to, I think it's 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 12, where he talks about all that he went through, maybe. Uh, it's either 11 or 12. Um, for this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. So he's he's contrasting the what's going on here to what's going to happen hereafter. Mm, you know, yep. it's, it's light momentary affliction compared to heaven. As we look, where where is he looking? Where is his focus? As we look <laughs> not to the things that are seen, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, just a few verses over, for we walk not by faith. I mean, excuse me, we walk not by sight, but by faith. Not That's on it. what we see but on my faith. Okay. So as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen mm. for the things that are seen are transient. They're temporal. They're temporal. Here today, gone tomorrow. But the things that are unseen are eternal, eternal. Mm. The things that are unseen, that's what's going to last. That's it. You know, this, this suffering, it's not going to last. It's not going to last. You know, suffering is suffering here on earth is not going to last. You know, if for the faithful Christian suffering here on earth, it's not going to last. There's an end to it. You know, eventually there's that end in heaven. You know, Revelation 20, verse 4 or 21, 4. I mean, I think it's 21, 4. You know, there'll be no more tears, you know, no more crying, no more pain. All that will be over with. Mm. And like you said, and Joseph even had this moment. And, you know, hopefully, Lord willing, we'll have this moment one day. You know, and uh, let me turn there. It's Genesis 41, I believe it is. Let me turn there. I think it's Genesis 41, uh, uh, ah, 41, 51. Okay. So we all remember of what Joseph went through, you know, mm-hmm. like Joseph, Joseph's your boy. I know Joseph's your boy. That's my guy. You know, they, hey, Joseph, Hey, he went through a lot. And like we talked about the other day, you know, if he hadn't gone through everything he went through, would he have been able to be second in command? Mm-hmm. Would he have been, would he have been able to do all he did? And after he went through all he went through verse 51, Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh. For he said, God has made me forget my hardship and all my fa- at my father's house. Mm. So God had made him forget made all him. he had gone through. Yes. Oh. Because he had mm. he had blessed him so much. God he had he had God had made him forget. Oh. And and Job, Job never understood, Job never understood that we're that we're aware of um why God did what he did to him. Or or why God allowed Satan to do what Satan did to him. Mm. You know. He never got his answer from God, but did God bless him after it was all over? Absolutely, man. Blessed him, blessed him with twice as much as what he had. Absolutely. You know, there so are that, better days ahead. There are better days ahead for the Christian. Yes. You know, it's like you, it's like you said, nothing's wasted. Nothing that is, is wasted, and that should be such, He's per- oh. so comforting, so comforting. That is just. Man, that's <laughs> it's great. Nothing's wasted. Yes, and that should be an encouragement to you all as you're listening. Understand that nothing that has happened in your life is a waste. You're not a waste. You're not a terrible. I mean, you, the Lord is molding you if you let him, right? We are the, he's the potter and we're the clay, right? So as we sing in that song, if, if you're the potter and I'm, and if I'm the clay, then have thine own way, have that, have thine own way. Because what do I trust? What do I know? I know that nothing is wasted. You are going to use this somehow. I might not get it, 
I might not get it, but you're gonna use this. <laughs> no. Okay, that just triggered that just triggered a thought. You know, who says this? You know, it made me think of of James chapter one, verses two through four. So talking about, you know, rejoice because nothing's wasted. Mm-hmm. What did James say? Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. Why? Because you know the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Mm. Rejoice. Count it all joy. Now, that's a hard mentality. That's That's a a hard mindset. But that's one we can work on. Count it all joy when you you meet those trials. Count it all joy when you're in suffering because you know you're growing. That's it, bro. The faithful Christian, the faithful Christian who's taking it to God, who's walking with God, is growing. We may not be running. We may not be running. That's it. And we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. That's, we'll so get here's, there. here's one last quick thing before we move on. Here's something that you guys need to know. I'm just putting it out there and putting the disclaimer out there for you. When you go through this process with God, know that he's comforting you during this process, but just being 100% real and honest with you. And Sam, you can attest to this too. When you go through this process, um, what's the best way I can describe it? This process is, for lack of a better word, it's a boring process because you're not you're not doing a bunch of extraordinary stuff. You know, you're not taking giant quantum leaps. You're not making giant. You're not doing those things. You're doing the small, consistent stuff that hurts to do every single day. And why do you think we don't go through this process? Because we know that. I know if I really got to feel this, I got to go through months of this, and I really don't want to do that. So why do you think some of us don't? Because we don't want to feel that. But we can't get the true comfort that we need if we don't go through it. So, guys, this is why I understand the process is hard. And, Sam, you can attest, these these days aren't easy, man. These As we stack our days, they're not easy. And, and we're doing this. We're trying our best, at least, to do these these things we're talking about. But there's days where it's tough. There's days when it's easier than others, but whether it's tough or easier than others, you got to stay consistent. If we don't stay consistent, we're not going to let God comfort us the way that he needs to, because we're rushing it. We're rushing it. Like you said, you know, it takes time and some days, man, yeah, some days are better than others. You know, you get those hard days, those days where you're just like, you know, man, am I going to, am I ever going to make it through this? That's it. What's going to happen? You know, what do I do? And then we have to remember you know, Hebrews 13, five and six is one that really helps me, you know, starting in verse five, keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we can confidently say the Lord is my helper helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? He's always with us hmm. and he's plenty able and powerful to help us just because it may not look like just because it may look like nothing's happening in our lives does not mean that nothing's happening That's right. because God could be doing more. You know, Ephesians 3, 20, he's able, he's able to do far more than we know or think. Just because we don't see a change doesn't mean there isn't a change. That's right. We are we are getting better every single day that we faithfully continue to follow God in the midst of suffering. And each day we're alive, each day we're continually faithfully following God, we're one day closer to heaven. That's it, bro. Yeah. And if we keep that mindset, I understand those days get tough. Yes. But if you if you follow the process, yes. don't try to rush it. Don't try to get through it real quick. Don't yes. Because it if you go that route. You're going to go, it's going to be way worse for you in the end. So you might as well spend this time going through it now. Might it's, as well. exactly, it's exactly like Jordan said. 
you know, he said, we're not going to try and hide anything from you. There, mm. Those days will be hard. There will be those hard days. You know, there will be those days, you know, some days you feel like you're like, okay, I'm out. I'm good. Yep. Let's start running. Mm. And then you, you trip over a rock and you fall. Yeah, <laughs> yep, absolutely. You, you got to continue walking. You know, you got to get back up, keep walking, keep growing. You know, those are the days where you're going to grow. Those, mm. those hard days, those are the best days for growth. Yeah. Those are the days where you can just really cling to God, yes, really sir. cling to him in prayer, really cling to his word and really develop a better relationship with him. You know, there is it may all seem like a disadvantage. It may all seem like nothing's going to work, but there is such an advantage in it if we will just use it. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard a preacher say that, you know, great Christians aren't just necessarily made, you know, people who like, like great preachers, you know, they're stretched, they're stretched into that. They're, they're built you know, by, by hardships, you they're know, those built. hardships, those That's hardships, it. you know, again, we tell, we go back to Joseph, mm-hmm. you know, Joseph, that didn't just happen to him overnight. He was pushed through he, but he kept going. Mm-hmm. He kept going. So, so we continue going, we continue walking, we continue going to the Lord, trusting in him, developing our relationship with him first. Yes, sir. We develop our relationship with him first, prayer and through study and through doing good, through doing good works. I'm not going to jump ahead, but, oh, but we is. develop that relationship with God. We have to turn to him mm-hmm. first. That's it. Yeah, we've got to look to him. He's the only one that's going to get us out. Yes, sir. And my encouragement, guys, I know it's tough and you might not want to go through these days and you might just want to skip the process. But I I encourage you and the scripture encourage you, go through it. Yep. And if you need help, that's why good brethren are here. Amen. That's why we're here. All right. So Amen. then number three. So now remember, we're not walking yet. We're not walking yet. We're not even this is this is all a mental mindset of what we're doing while we're down. Right? This is we're not walking. So even though you're hurting, run to God. Two, even though you're hurting, God never wastes anything. Then number three, this is an important step. But this is one of the most difficult steps. Even though you're hurting, accept it. Even though you're hurting, accept it. You know, I just did a, a, a stacks on this, um, Sam. Um, resistance leads to suffering while acceptance leads to peace. You know, Philippians chapter four, right? Mm-hmm. It, it talks about four verse seven, right? We can have the peace that passes all understanding, Think about this mm. example. Think about this mm. example, Sam. This is crazy. Psalm chapter one, right? Remember, mm. we shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of what? Of water. water. Is water always still? No. Water can be a typhoon. Water can be a storm. Water can be a flood. Water can be all those other things. But water can also be still. Psalm chapter 23, mm. he leadeth me beside the still waters. But regardless of how the waters look, if we're that tree, what does the Bible say we can always be? Steadfast. And we can have a peace that passes all understanding. But how, how does that peace that passes all understanding come, Sam? Whatever situations the Lord leads you into, as tough as it is, don't resist it. Just accept that it's here. Accept that this is, this is, this is how it is now. And so instead of fighting it, I can still have peace. It's be it's a beautiful concept, man. It it's, is. It's a beautiful it concept. It is it's comforting. It's, it's comforting. It's, it's it's peace in the midst of turmoil, knowing that we're trusting in God. You know, knowing that He's going to take care of us. You know, it's not the absence of conflict, or it's not the absence absence of of struggle of difficulty, but it's it's peace in the midst of it. 
That's you know, it. it's not that it goes away, but it's trusting in God in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. And like the first thing I thought of when you said resisting was you remember when Jesus confronts Paul on the road to Damascus, you know, he says, he says, you know, yeah. Saul, Saul, why do you kick why? against the goads? Yeah. Why do you kick against the goads? You know, like resistance, you know, you, ultimately it's like when, uh, when like they, when Gamaliel, let's see, let me go to Acts. What chapter is that? Is that five? Acts five or four, maybe. Oh um, yeah. Is that five or four? Let's see. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, so verse 37. You know, they're talking about um, they're talking about the apostles here. And so, so let's see, after him, Judas, oh sorry, let's see, after him, Judas the Galilean rose up the days of is that uh am I in the right chapter here? Yep, Gamaliel's council. Oh yeah, okay, there we go. Yeah, you're here. All right, so verse 33. When they heard they were enraged and wanted to kill them, but a Pharisee in the council named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, held in honor by all the people, stood up and gave orders to put the men outside for a little while. And he said to them, Men of Israel, take take care what you're about to do to these men. For before the days, Thaddeus rose up claiming to be somebody, and a number of men, and about 400 joined them. He was killed, and all who followed him were dispersed and came to nothing. After him, Judas the Galilean rose up in the days of the census and drew away some of the people after him. He too perished, and all who followed him were scattered. So in the present case, I tell you, keep away from these men and let them alone. And here's why. And so this goes about resistance. For if this plan or this undertaking is of man, (laughs) it will fail. But if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You might even be found opposing God. So if we will never be able to resist God, you know, or so. So, okay, you can take that too far. You can say like uh, you can say like irresistible grace. And, you know, you can say, you know, you'll never now you can resist God there. We do have free will to do that. But it all comes down to the plan of God. Oh, yeah. you can't there's no the resistance can resistance is futile i guess you could say you know yeah. like like it's so much easier to just accept it like what we're trying to talk about like like first i mean second corinthians chapter 12 you know paul and the thorn in the flesh you know three times verse 8 chapter 12 verse 8 three times i pleaded with the lord about this that it should leave me but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Mm. His strength comes from Christ, not himself. And he tells us that in Philippians 4.13. Verse 10, for the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses. He's accepting. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then then I am strong. You know, acceptance. And then, like you said earlier, Matthew 26. Jesus prayed three times. That's it. But we he accepted we it. Have, we have to accept it and move on and keep going. That's it. And yeah. and that's the part. That's the part where you may do steps one and two, but you have trouble accepting. Yes. What what's happening? Because but you, you're still holding on. You could still, still be holding on. on. Yeah. That's it. You're still holding on. So a part of it is just accept it. Now here's a great thing mm-hmm. about it. As you're working through that, the Lord still wants to hear from you. Matthew chapter twenty six because he. You know, Jesus talked to the Lord three times, but he finally, okay, not my will, but mm-hmm. thy will be done. You know, yes, acceptance. Sir. So here's, think of this example. This is crazy. I read this in a book yesterday. Okay. And by the way, get a book, read, right? Just, I, I, read. I need to do that better. Yeah. I need to do more of that too. I need to do more. <laughs> so, so check this out. So there, there was a, there was a, a samurai and there was a master and the samurai asked the master, I want to know the difference between heaven and hell. I want to know the difference. 
And the master said, I don't have time to deal with you. So the samurai pulled out his sword in anger and ran towards him. And the master put up his finger to the sword. And he said, that is hell. You get angry because something is not working in your favor. But then the samurai, he calmed down. He put the sword back and he breathed. And he said, that's heaven. You've accepted So rather than rejecting what the Lord is bringing in our lives and getting mad at the Lord and hypothetically speaking, throwing the sword at the Lord, why is this happening? I don't understand. You don't accept the situation, accept what's happening. Lord, I don't understand why you've led me here, but I'm here, but I'm here. Mm -hmm. So now think about Joseph, right? In Psalm chapter 37, Joseph is saying now, I'm not fighting being in jail. I'm not Mm -hmm. fighting these things. The Lord was always with him. So there's a power and there's a strength in accepting your current situation. Mm-hmm. There's a power well, in it. There's a power. And absolutely, because it's when you accept it and start to move on that you're really able to grow. Yes. Because until you accept it, you're still fighting with you're God. You're still fighting. You're still, you're still fighting for that thing fighting. that he's trying to maybe get you away from. That's it. You know, and when we could go into a whole slew of why we suffer, which that would be for a whole nother podcast. And that would be yeah. a whole lot of study. Yeah, that's a lot of study. Our, we could we could lead ourselves into it, you know, but either way, like you were talking about with Joseph, you know, that was something like me and you talked about like, oh, well, that's that's another <laughs> thing, too. Like when me and you talked about Psalm 23, 4 and, and you know, mm. we can't be led in suffering, you know, but yes. that's anywho. But, you know, like, like, I'm sorry, that could go. Uh, Joseph, you were talking about how. Um, you know, he, he kept doing right and God was missed him with him in the midst of those difficulties. You remember how we read how, you know, God was giving him favor with those, with, you know, those in the jail, God was giving him favor here and there. Mm-hmm. God was working the whole time, the whole time, you know, Joseph was in the midst of difficult times, but God was working throughout those whole, he was with him the whole time. That's it. You know, and what That's did Joseph it. keep doing? He kept doing what was right. That's he it. He kept doing what was right. And eventually we see what happens to him. Yes, sir. And we just Job, oh, Job, we see what happens to him. It's I mean, if we can outlast it, the Lord, the Lord's there. We just gotta let him finish and, his work. And and even though even though we're trying to outlast it, even though you know we're trying to make it through it, even even in it, God's working, even nothing, in nothing's it. wasted. That's even it. In nothing's, it. Wasted. nothing's wasted. Nothing's, nothing's wasted. wasted. Oh, it's all beautiful. For, all for our good. All for our good. So now think about this. All these three steps up to this point has been a mental switch. Right. When suffering occurs, when when you need comfort, this is a mental switch. So even though you're hurting, run to God, even though you're hurting, God never wastes anything, even though you're hurting, accept it. Now, this process could last for months. This process could last for years. But once you get through the process the right way. Now we're ready to walk. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing about it. Here's here's the here's the exciting thing and here's the scary thing, Sam. The exciting thing is, man, I put some months and some years in getting better. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I put some work in. Mm-hmm. But as I'm walking, here's the scary part. I got to walk through something now. So it's mm-hmm. not just going to be all better because I put in work. Mm-hmm. So Psalm chapter 23, verse 4, right? Mm-hmm. And this is kind of the springboard for this last point here. But what, what David mentions here in the, in the Psalms, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will mm-hmm. fear no evil, right? Because thy rod and thy staff, they come for me, all those things. So now talk about this. Even though you're hurting, 
it's time to start walking through the valley. You're ready now, but you're not walking into, you know, you're not walking into a, a peaceful situation. Most times yeah. you're walking into a storm, but you've been doing the work for the past couple months and the past couple years so that you can walk through. Yeah. Well, and I just, I just think about how, you know, you know, because we talked about we don't want to wallow, you know, we don't want to we don't want to wait too long, you know, because if we wait too long, we're wallowing. We're actually not working, you know, because we can do a paralysis by analysis. We can overanalyze yeah. our situation to the point where we don't do anything. That's it. So we really we want to try and get back and walking. You know, it, it's not it's not going to be perfect when we get up and start walking. You know, we're never going to, uh, you know, mentally have everything figured out to the point to where we can start walking uh, or to where we can be like, OK, I'm ready to walk. You know, we're going to have to kind of as quick as we can, you know, because, you know, like Elijah, you know, when Elijah was down and out, um, you know, God let him rest. He gave him food. Then he slept some more mm. and then he got up, ate and drank. And then he got up and sent him, sent him on, you know, it's, mm. uh, you know, because walking is going to be part of the healing as well, you That's know, because we're, we're going to learn things along the way as well. You know, we're going to be walking and learning things as we go, but you know, it's, it's, it's like like we talked about in Psalm twenty three four or Psalm thirty seven actually is where I think we said that's we it. Yeah, to that's start where out. we're going. That's where we're going. Okay, so Psalm thirty seven, we'll go there, and let's see, let's see. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, where you're going. Okay, so so let's see, Psalm thirty seven verse three. Um, let's see. Let me get there real quick. And so it says, uh, let's see. Okay. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. So after we've taken it to God, after we've, you know, looked to his word, taken it to him in prayer first before anything and anyone, you know, we take it to the one who's able to help us. We take it to the creator. And even though you're hurting, we understand that God never wastes anything. You know, we, we take courage. We take hope knowing that God never wastes anything, knowing he's going to help us through it. You know, knowing he's with us throughout the whole thing and knowing even though it looks like he may not be helping, he's he's helping exactly. for the faithful Christian. He's working. And then we accept the situation, whatever it may be. We accept that, you know, OK, you know, I keep trying and I keep trying. I keep praying for this. I keep praying for that. I keep trying to go this way. Maybe maybe that's not the right way. You know, maybe we just need to knock on every door and see which one opens. You know, we keep trusting. OK, once we've done all that, we've got to walk. You know, once we've got our mind together, which we want to continue living faithfully through this all, you know, we keep trying to do good still. We keep trying to uh, get better, even in the midst of suffering, because it's going to hurt. You know, like, like you said, like you said in the beginning, you know, that's a disclaimer. You know, we're not saying this is a quick fix to make everything better immediately. This is just the process. That's it. You know, this is the process to better days. That's it. You know, we trust and do good. You know, once we've done all that, we trust in God. Okay. We've given it to him. Okay. You know, he's going to be with us. Okay. We've accepted it. We trust and we do good. We trust we continue to do good. I mean, uh, you could even look at Psalm 34, right? mm -hmm. Verse number 19. It's Mm -hmm. the same concept as Psalm 37, Mm -hmm. right? This, this is, this is David here, right? When he changed his behavior before Abimelech who drove him away. So Mm -hmm. verse 19, many are the afflictions of the righteous but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Mm-hmm. He keepeth all his bones and none of them are broken. Evil shall slay wicked and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. Mm-hmm. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants. 
and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. I mean, if you talk about comfort, man, I mean, it's right there. It's right there. Psalm 37 says the same thing. Psalm mm-hmm. 34 says the same thing. I mean, these are just two. And it, it, made, me, it made me think of 2 Timothy chapter, uh, chapter 4, verses 16 through 18 with Paul. He says, at my first defense, no one came to stand by me, mate, but all deserted me. May it not be charged against them. Hmm. But the Lord stood Ooh. with me. The Lord Whoa. stood with me. And here we go again. Here we go again. Paul knows where his strength comes from. But the Lord stood by me and strengthened me. Hmm. Not, 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 not myself. But the Lord stood with me and strengthened me. <sighs> that through me, the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear. It. So God stood with mm. Paul when everyone else deserted him and strengthened him. But here's something we need to understand. Paul stood with, I mean, God stood with Paul and strengthened him and helped him. Why? So that he might proclaim the message to the Gentiles and so they may hear it. So we've got to continue to live and walk for the Lord. That's we've it, got to bro. be faithful to him all for his honor and for glory, for his glory. That's it. And bro. it says, verse 18, the Lord will rescue me from every evil deed. Like what you just said in Psalm 34, the Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. So things may not always be perfect for us here. We're going to encounter suffering. We're going to have hard times. But whether, you know, our life gets better here or hereafter, we have that hope of heaven. Mm -hmm. We have that hope of heaven. You know, and that's our hope has got to be fully set on there. You know, Paul tells us, in uh, in Philippians 3, 13 and 14, you know, forgetting the things that lie behind and pressing forward to what lays ahead. We've got to forget those things that lay behind. We've got to learn from them. We've got to learn mm. from them. But we've got to forget about them. Move on. Press forward That's to it. those things that lies ahead. We've got That's to press it. forward to that heavenly home. That's it. Now, here's my final example and encouragement here. And I just saw this last night. I was like, how did I miss <laughs> this? All these, how did I miss this? Genesis 39. And that's, okay. this, is, this is my guy, Joseph. I was like, how did I miss uh-huh. it? How did I miss it? So all those things. So as you guys grow and as you build and as you truly, truly take every day to go through this process, look at what the Lord is going to do for you in the process as you're walking. So like you said, Sam, it's not going to be easy, but no. walking is a part of getting better in the process. Yes. But yes. watch what. So let's look at this. So we're walking, right? We're doing mm-hmm. all four of these steps. So that's mm-hmm. from our perspective. Mm-hmm. Let's look at it from God's perspective if we do all four steps correctly. Genesis 39, we'll begin in verse number uh, number two. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Watch, watch this. Verse three. And his master saw that in mm. the trial, when it was tough, when it was difficult, who's with him? Mm. The Lord was with him. And watch this. Oh, and the the Lord made the Lord made Sam. So it's intentional. He's designing this for him. The Lord made all that he did to prosper. And I want to, I'm sorry. Mm, I just want to make this point. I just want to make this point. Yeah. It says the Lord caused all that he did to succeed. So this goes back to, you know, like David, David knew, you know, again and again, we read, you know, the Lord gave the victory, you know, gives the victory. The Lord gave them the victory. The Lord delivered them into their hands. We have to always remember, you know, first Corinthians 15, 10, you know, Paul tells us, he says, well, by the grace of God, I am what I am. I am. We have to remember James 1, 17, all good things come from God. 
you know, who is it that helps us? Who is it that causes us to see better days? Who is it that gives us strength in the midst of our time? That's exactly right. It's only him. No one. It's only. It's only him. We have. We have the responsibility to look to him and to listen to him, to pray to him, to walk faithfully. But we have to always remember that he. It's him that gives the increase. It's him that gives us strength. It's him that causes all good things. All things work together for our good. And then the last look at verse twenty three says the same thing. The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand, because the Lord was with him mm. and all which he did the lord made it look at that sam the lord made it to prosper so from our perspective we can be going through all four of these processes and we're we're trying our best to work through faithfully and like you mm. said we feel like man am i really going to get through this like am i really getting better i don't see better days coming but as you faithfully go through the process from the lord's perspective you just got to keep going. I'm making mm-hmm. this prosper. I'm making it prosper for you, and I'm with you. I mm-hmm. mean, that's so comforting, man. That it's, is. That is. It's, it's so comforting. It's, it's like you said, you know, when we first started talking about this, you said, you know, nothing's wasted. And just how he's going to be with us the whole time. Nothing's wasted. He's working it all together for our good. He's, you know, just. It's, it's just, beautiful, man. It is. It it's is. Great. It's great. It's. Oh. <laughs> It's comfort in the midst of calamity. That's it. It's it's the peace. It's and guys, once you really follow this, you you will really understand peace that passes all understanding. Amen. It it, it becomes different for you then. It's different. So, ah, uh, man, Sam, this has just been like this has been great. Uh, <laughs> this has been so good, uh, man. This, and I feel like we. We got together. We're like, well, how could we sit here and help somebody else? That's, but it's like, man, this is helping us, yeah. you know. And like we said, if this is gonna help us, you know, this is gonna help someone else for sure. But, yeah, it's it's like me and Jordan, you know, said that, you know, first thing, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do all we can to try and bring honor and glory to the Lord. Yes, sir. We're gonna try and please Him, and then hopefully, you know, we can encourage others, you know, because I know this has been just an encouragement oh. to me. Oh, you man. know, and, and like I said, I mean, at the beginning, I know Jordan's encouraged me, not only through his podcast, but just you always being there for me. And, you know, hopefully through this, we can, we can help, you know, encourage me and you can encourage one another. Yes, sir. And uh, I know it's been encouraging for me. Yeah, it's been, it's been extremely, Yes, trust me when I use that word, extremely encouraging to me, Um, you know, to study. I, I mean, just the scripture is just encouraging. It is to talk like this. And and that's, that's like, you know, if if nothing else, if if no one takes anything away from anything I've said in the midst of suffering, turn to God's word and turn to prayer. That's it. You know, make it a point to lay it out and lay it out in front of God in prayer and make it a point to study his word. That's it. You know, start your day with that, you know, try and spend as much time in God's word as you can each day. You know, you may not, I mean, you may not see immediate results, but I can, I can guarantee. That's a good point too. That's a good point. Uh, too. I can, yes, I you can may not guarantee see immediate results. If you start, you know, I heard I think James Watkins said, you know, start do thirty days, thirty minutes a day in God's Word, and and see if you don't see a result. Mm-hmm. If you start spending more time in God's Word and start going to Him in prayer with your problems, with your difficulties, remember to give Him thanks. Remember to mm-hmm. thank Him for everything He does, everything He's done. You know, we go to Him, we give Him thanks, we make supplications to Him uh, on. On, on what we're going through 
he will take care of us mm -hmm. and his word will strengthen us. It will help us. Those are the two biggest things I could tell anybody. Yes, sir. You know, personal study and prayer. Yes, sir. And it's just, and this is why as we close this, why we're here to help you. So I know some of you guys are going through things and it is difficult and it's hard. And some of you listening might be doubting. Do I really want to go through the process? Trust me. We were there. I mean, do we really want to, do we really want to, <laughs> and we still can be there. I mean, you know, we like still. we, Hey, you know, we still have our days, you know, we're being oh, straightforward with you guys. We absolutely. still have our days. You know, we have our good days and our bad days. You know, there are some days where I'll just text Jordan and be like, Hey man, I need you to pray for me, bro. That's you it. Know, I'm going through something, bro. I need you to pray for me, you know, but it's all part of the process. You know, it's, it's understanding that we're going to have good days and we're going to have bad days mm -hmm. with the good days. We're thankful for, Oh bro. We're thankful for yeah. It's like Jordan said in the very beginning of the podcast, you know, going back to second Corinthians chapter one, you know, we, uh, the God of all comfort, mm -hmm. you know, the God of all comfort comforts us in the midst of our afflictions, but when he comforts us, so verse three, blessed be the God and father of our Lord, Jesus Christ, the father and mercies, the God of all comfort who comforts us in all of our afflictions so that we will be able to, Comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Yep. So in those good days, those days where you're good, go comfort someone else. Go take care of someone else in the midst of difficulties, in the midst of afflictions. Go help your brother. That's it. Go help your sister. Go help someone who's in difficulties. Here's it. Mm, here's the last thing. Oh, you brought up one more awesome. thing. Oh, okay. So good. Go for it. Here's the go last thing. What you just said in Second uh, Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4. Right, who comforts us in our tribulation so we can comfort mm -hmm. them which are in any trouble by the comfort where we were comforted by God. So what's our topic today? God will help. He will comfort, but it's going to hurt. So watch this. This is crazy, Sam. So these four things we talked about today, mm -hmm. if you're going through suffering or hurt spiritually or whatever type of pain that you're going through, did you know that your brother and sister is dependent on you making it through because here's the thing. So let's use me and you let's use me and you. So I'm thankful that I had good people around where I could go through this process. One, two, three, and four. Mm -hmm. And with me going through this process, one, two, three, and four, I meet Sam Amen. and I meet Sam and Sam's going through what I just came out of. Mm -hmm. So then now guess what I can do for Sam. I put in the work. I walked mm -hmm. with the Lord. The Lord yeah. comforted me, so now mm -hmm. it's my responsibility to comfort you. So it's almost like a selflessness to where, like, I'm not doing oh, this. I'm not doing this just for me. Yes, I'm doing this for the next Sam, and that's exactly oh, I'm doing right. This for the next that's Jordan, exactly right. I'm doing it for I, someone I'm, else. That's exactly right. I'm not doing this just for me. I'm doing this ultimately for. I'm doing this ultimately for God and for his glory to be a better servant for him. How will I be a better servant for him? I can help better comfort my brothers. That's I it. can help better comfort my sisters. I can. It's like, it's like the ultimate source of all comfort and strength is God. God's comforting and strengthening Jordan. God through comforting and strengthening Jordan is strengthening and helping Sam. God through strengthening, you know, it's, it all goes back to you know, Jordan, God. It all goes back to God. And then boom, boom, this guy comforts this guy. This guy comforts this guy. Where we all in comfort encourage one another. And it all, you know, the ultimate source, again, is God. But mm. now, that's a great point. That's a great uh, point. It's, it's, that's a great it's, point. It's beautiful, man. So, I that's mean, that's a great point. You got to think about it. It's, it's, this process is not just about you making it through. Yes, sir. Obviously, you, you'll get better. But this process is after I get through this the right way, who else can I help? Mm. 
Who can I help? Because now yeah. when I went through it, mm-hmm. I could tell I could tell Sam, you might be getting through it, but hey, avoid this though. Hey, yeah. avoid avoid that though. So now he I mean Luke chapter twenty two, after you're converted, strengthen your brethren. Yes, sir. So, I mean, oh, we can go on and on. Oh, we can, oh man, that's that's, that's, a, that's another podcast in itself. That may be part two. That may, that be, may part, be part. We may two. have to do a part two. We oh, may have bro. to do a part two. It's that's good, man. That's really good. This is why we're here. We're here for each other. So I mean, well, this, if you guys are yeah. going through stuff, man, I mean, just you don't have to do this. Like and you're so, not the only one going through the process. I'll let you 100%. know that. Like you're not the only one going through the process. So 100%. come be with people whether it's online or through stacks or through whatever, come be with us so that we can help you every day of the, we're not just going to check on you. Like, all right, well, see you next week. Like we're here. This is like what we do. And that's, that's perfect. That's perfect. Cause that's the purpose of the Lord's church. You know, that's the purpose of the Lord's church, the church that Jesus built as we read Matthew 16, 18, you know, the purpose, I mean, we, we build up one another. We share the good news of Christ with others. We bring the best news we can possibly bring to the world. And that's the, res- the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. And we in the church, we build up one another. We encourage one another. We strengthen one another. And, you know, if, if like Jordan said, you know, Jordan said this when we first started talking about this, and it's true. He said, everybody's hurting. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Everybody's hurting. And, you know, like he said, we, we just wanted our ultimate goal in this life is to glorify God, to bring honor and glory to him, to encourage and help one another, to strive to please God by the way that we live and ultimately go to heaven and take as many people with us as we can. That's it. And so if we can help you in any way, if we, if you want to know more about the church, you know, we'd love to talk with you more about the church. Absolutely. You know, I know the best decision I've ever made in my life is choosing to become a Christian, choosing to put on Christ in baptism, have my sins forgiven and choosing to just live a life dedicated to Christ. You know, that's the best decision I've ever made. And there's still hard days, yeah. even even in Christ. There are still hard days. But one thing we have, hope. That's right. We always have hope. That's right. We and always have hope. Oh, beautiful. We'll end it that way. That's beautiful. That's, that, that's so good, man. Sam, I just, man. This has been awesome. This has been great. Like, I appreciate you, man. I, I, I really, appreciate I, you. I really, I really, really do, you. man. Like, oh. I'm, dude, I really appreciate you, man. You know what I mean? Think about it. Think about it. We have a perfect God and Father who loves us and takes care of us. We have a perfect God and Father who who allows us to inter, inter, like meet people like you. Like I'm, I was, you know, we can't say what is and what isn't God's providence. Right. But I'm so thankful to have met you because, you know, we, we just, we have a great God. Yes, we do. We have a great God. All yes, honor and glory to him. We, we have a great God. We have a yes, great God. Yes, sir, we do. I mean, so it's just... I'm, I'm very thankful for you too, brother. Yeah, this has just been great. And we'll just make up a part two. We'll find some. We'll, <laughs> we'll just we'll, we'll just find something else we'll to talk find, about. We'll, we'll just we'll figure something. it out. We'll, we'll figure, figure it out and just hey, call it part hey, two. I'm on summer break, so hey, I got nothing but time. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. And this is this is great. And I hope oh. I was able to encourage you guys. I mean, this is just this has really been uh, really on point for me. Um, and I'm just so thankful for for you guys for listening and and being with us and. Again, like Sam said, if we can help anyway, don't hesitate. Yeah. And again, here's the great thing I want to let you know. We always say don't hesitate to reach out. We've had plenty reach out. So I'll, I'll let you know you won't be the only one. We have plenty that reach out. So, I mean, if you need something, I mean, let us, let us know. Let us, let us be there to help you. Um, and and, and yeah, also, it. yeah, and I was just going to say, 
you know, you're not reaching out to perfect people who have everything figured out. No, you're going to say, sir, Oh, you know, why, why are you, what, you know, you're going through that, huh? You're going to reach out to people who are trying to help one another in the midst of difficulties. You That's know, it. like we, we comfort one another with the strength and comfort God gives us, you know, we, we're not, we're not going to be like, Oh, you know, huh? You're going through that. That's interesting. We're going to, we're going to be people who, who are in the midst of it trying to, we're going to try and help you in any way that we can. Yes, sir. And, and we, we'd be thankful to help you. Yes, sir. So, and um, we're going to try and point you and we're going to first point, we're going to point you in the direction of the one who ultimately is able to help you. Yes, sir. That's what we're going to put run to God. That's what, yep. that's what, that's what we're going to point you to. Yes, sir. So we appreciate you guys. Um, so Lord willing, we will be back again with another podcast, probably sometime next week, if there's not a pop-up one. Um, but Lord willing, we will see you guys in. Thanks guys. Thanks guys.